0: It's time for South Dakota's Sports Talk Show. This is the Nate Brown Show, featuring live callers, live interviews, and thought-provoking sports talk. From the biggest national names to the hottest local stories, welcome to the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Here's your host, Nate Brown.
1: All right, good Wednesday afternoon to you. How are you? Hopefully you're solid today, midweek show. Here we go. It's always a great day in the Black Hills and we're ready on Fox Sports Rapid City. The Nate Brown Show live from our downtown studio, 106.7 FM, 1150 AM. People listening up in Buffalo, South Dakota, up in Buffalo. Hello, I like it. Remember, if you get out of range at all, you can go to FoxSportsRapidCity.com, the live stream right there. South Dakota Sports Talk Show brought to you in part by Black Hills Urgent Care, our official urgent care. I know it's that time of year, right? Sickness is going on. Get better quicker with the help of Black Hills Urgent Care, proudly owned by physicians with two locations in Rapid City on Avenue You can stop by Mountain View Road location on the west side, Bacon Park. They're open seven days a week. No appointment needed. Get right in. Clinics are uh, clean, and the uh, care is great. Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better. And also, if you want to get in really fast, I just schedule on my phone before you go, the the kids and everything. Schedule them there, bhucare.com, with the letter U, -u bhucare.com. Log on and schedule. You don't have to wait in the lobby or anything like that. Black Hills Urgent Care. Uh, Getting us going on a Wednesday. Let's look at the guest lineup. Then we'll get to a question of the day and get going. Going here on this uh, program. So I've got Jason Hershorn tonight, NFL national writer, SB Nation. He's on the way. We'll break down some of the storylines here, not just the divisional round, but some storylines. I want to know who he would take in some of these quarterback matchups um, that I've got on my mind. Jason Hershorn on the way, SB Nation. East River meets West River, our favorite segment of the week. No, no, they're all great, right? But we love Craig Maddock coming on from Sioux Falls, he gives us that East River bias. We have to have it. SDPB Sports. Craig Maddock on tonight. Eric Thompson's live from Minnesota. Quisio Adolfo Mensa, the GM of the Vikings, and Kevin O'Connell, the head coach. They had a press conference today. What did we find out today about the the movement and the forward progress? of the Minnesota Vikings. What is going to happen? What did we find out? Eric Thompson's on tonight. Vikings writer, DailyNorseman.com from the Twin Cities. And then we'll go out to uh, Brian Noe. He's in on a Wednesday. NFL host, Fox Sports Radio. Countdown to kick off all season long. We'll have the No show on tonight. And uh, this story that I'm going to start with today, we're actually going to start with it today. And if you don't listen to two hours, you can catch the podcast and the whole thing. We're going to start with this story because it's it's local, it's South Dakota, it impacts a lot of folks, it really does. And then we're going to finish the show with this same topic, but have a guy who's right in the middle of it. So the presentation men's basketball coach is Trevor Flemmer. Trevor was an alumni of presentation. He just came back as the head men's basketball coach for this season. Okay, He just got hired as the head coach for this season. And if you haven't seen this, presentation yesterday in Aberdeen announced they're closing up shop that's it Uh, this spring semester will be it they're not going to enroll students uh, anymore they're not going to have a campus essentially it's all going to be like online stuff through various programs their nursing program and stuff like that so I'm lucky to get him tonight I wanted to talk to him about where his mind's at now he's trying to finish out this season what his athletes are going to be doing and what his plan is. Trevor Flemers, the presentation men's basketball coach, and he'll join us tonight on that tough news uh, yesterday. Let's throw out the number for you, 720 If you don't know it, now you got it, seven two zero one zero six seven. Your take on the studio line, you can join us. And the Barron's Wilson text line, always ready. Direct text the show, I'll try and read all those and get them on the air as best I can. Direct text the show, your uh, comments, seven two zero one zero six seven. Same number, the Barron's Wilson text line. So I want to start with that story. Um, there's a ton of NFL stuff and we'll get to all that. But here in South Dakota, um, there's news on, on both fronts here. A higher education story, and then that also gets into the sports side of this, which which we'll get to. But the news is that Presentation College is is packing up shop. This is a college in Aberdeen, very small, private institution, Catholic institution, and it's been around for a long time. Been around for a long time. I've known kids from here that have gone to presentation, that have actually played sports there. Basketball, football. I've known quite a few of the uh, kids from Rapid City that have gone on to presentation. And by all accounts, from what I've heard, great experiences for them. Small, tight-knit campus, tight-knit community. You know your uh, fellow students, your friends. I've just heard great things about presentation. Well, here's the story today. If you haven't seen it, yesterday, It was announced that Presentation College is just going to shut down. They'll finish out this school year, but then they're going to shut down. And so the first question you you ask is, what's going on? There's not a ton in the press release that came out yesterday. I read through this, and I'm I'm going through it. But you read between the lines, and really the, the story is they don't have any money. That's the story. They, they didn't go down that road saying, oh, we're, we're, we're broke here. We don't have enough money. But you've got to have money to operate. You've got to have gifts to operate. You've got to have an alumni base that is donating to operate. I don't know where this thing um, came from totally because I know people out there in Aberdeen are stunned. Some of the stuff you start hearing early, hey, presentation college, maybe they're going to be in trouble. Sometimes you hear that stuff. You didn't hear hardly anything. I talked to David Tootspray. He's a guy that I've had on the show. He's the play by play man for presentation. He's been doing that for quite a few years now. We had no clue. I mean, these are folks that are pretty uh, invested in the programs and um, spent a lot of time with folks in the program and at presentation, and he had no idea. So everybody kind of blindsided by this. There's never a good time to announce, well, a university's going to shut down. I mean, there's never a good time to announce it, but nonetheless, they're, they're shutting down. So there's a few different things I want to say about it from the sports side of this. Presentation has been around a long time, very small, I get it. They've been an NAIA program. So I think about the NAIA right now in, in the world of college sports. and what do you think about it? I'm curious as what the sports fan in general, Maybe you've played NAIA. Maybe you've had kids that are going NAIA. There's still schools, right, in this Midwest, upper Midwest that are NAIA. North Dakota has a footprint. South Dakota has a uh, footprint. Montana. Okay, Kansas. It's kind of a – it's a pretty popular thing still in the Midwest, upper Midwest. It's not really a nationwide thing as big as it used to be. There's about 250 NAIA schools left. And now presentations going to drop out of the whole thing, so so they're out. When I think NAIA, what do you think? Here's what I here's what I think. I think small, meaning it's usually small schools. I think usually private. Some of them aren't, but usually private. And then I think about hey, these are the uh, opportunities for some of the kids that want to continue their college or uh, their athletic careers maybe aren't NCAA, D1, even D2, but they might be able to get into an NAIA school and have a great experience. Soccer, softball, basketball, football, whatever it may be. I had a long experience with NAIA in Montana, Rocky Mountain College, where my brother first started. Played football at Rocky Mountain College. There are some healthy NAIA schools out there. The problem I have with it is, When you think about why universities have changed over the past 12 years, the one reason why some schools have gone from NAIA to NCAA is not for sports. That's what some people have missed in this whole transition with South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State. I think what everybody thought, was South to to Mines in Black Hill State when they decided to go from NAIA to NCAA Division II. That was a sports thing. That's the misconception. They started that process quite some time ago and it was because they wanted to, to be ahead of the curve. It's a and it's it's an enrollment thing. It's a brand thing. It's that picture of being in that conversation. That's what the discussion was long ago with Black Hill State and South Dakota Mines. The sports stuff comes with it. You have to raise money. you got to raise even more money at the NCAA level. And you got to compete against really tough programs and and the whole thing. And I think both of those universities have done a a pretty solid job. It's been a tough road. I was involved at uh, South Dakota Mines for a few years. I was right in the middle of this road on the way to D2 and the amount of scholarship money you have to raise and the whole thing. So I've got a good sense for it. I'm not just talking out one way or the other. That was the plan back in the day. And nobody really came out and said, hey, if we stay NAIA, we're going we're gonna to be in trouble potentially. It's a, it's a shrinking league and governance uh, body. we got to get to the NCAA. That was what it was for. It was for the academics, the enrollment, The brand enhancement, South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State overall, being in the RMAC conference athletically, that's a great fit. It's a strong fit. But being in the RMAC academically is really, really good. Really, really good for the institution. They can recruit engineers here at South Dakota Mines. They can recruit engineers from all over the place. They could have stayed NAIA, and I don't think they would have advanced nearly to where they're at right now. Whether you want to say, oh, are are they winning? Are are they doing this? They're winning from an enrollment side. They're winning from a brand side and an exposure side and and an uh, academic side, getting more grants, more research. It all goes hand in hand. That's what people forget. I know sports, well, sports is front and center. That's actually not what it was for South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State moving to NCAA Division II. It was a bigger strategic vision to get into the NCAA governance structure in that category in D2, thinking that future is brighter. I don't know if Presentation College would have been able to even uh, meet some requirements, NCAA D3, for example. I don't know all that stuff behind it. There are small private universities that are sticking with NAIA. It has been shrinking over the years. And my question is, what do you think of that business model moving forward? If you're looking at going to a college, maybe your son or daughter's looking at going to a college, is the NAIA small school model risky? In this case, I feel really bad for the kids out at presentation because guess what? In the NAIA, those scholarships aren't uh, guaranteed. Okay, a lot of people don't aren't aware. When you give a kid a scholarship at the NCAA model, you're on the hook for that thing. You can't just pull that thing unless something really goes awry. Okay, violation here or there, what? You can't just offer a scholarship and then say. Man, you're not very good. I thought you were going to be good, but we're going to pull that scholarship. You can't do that. (laughs) You can't do that in the NCAA model. It's like, you recruit this kid, you're pretty much set here. You better figure out a way to uh, get this scholarship that you offered funded every year. In the NAIA model, at presentation, for example, these kids that are out there playing uh, sports, football, basketball right now, they're out of luck. I mean, it is what it is. They didn't have to guarantee the scholarships in the NAI uh, model year by year anyway. I think most of them honored them, right? It's not like it was uh, just a game, but most of these universities honored them. But now when when the college says we're done, you're out of luck. That's it. There's no, well, we'll try and fund your scholarship for this year and this year and this year. You're done. That's it. And so my question to you is, with this closing of Presentation College, is it risky to sign as a college athlete at a small school? Presentation had about, give or take, about 700 kids. 600 to 700 based on the year. 600 to 700 based on the year. And you look at their, I don't know what their athletic budget was, but it had to be fairly small. Some people will point to, well, it's, can you fund athletics at schools like this that are this small? In the NAI, for example, can you fund athletics at, at small schools like that? I would think their athletic budget was uh, very small, as is. That's what I would think. I just saw their endowment. The last thing I saw um, for an endowment for presentation, you know what an endowment is, the money behind the school and the foundation you can take out of, you know, the return each year to fund things. Some schools have massive endowments. I saw presentations last I checked, about 12 and a half million. 12 and a half million in the big picture of universities for an endowment, that's, that's nothing. So there's a lot of things that have gone on here from the athletic side, now the athletes are out, the big picture side, will there be more schools that have to transition to NCAA to help them grow, to help them uh, enhance their brand and get in that model? Or if you're sitting solid at a school and they have a solid endowment, that's a good start. I don't think this is the end of the NAI, but it is an example right here in Aberdeen. It is an example that this model can get tough. Small enrollment, small alumni base. I don't know what their gifts and their giving was every year. And then you've got to try and fund this thing. They said COVID obviously didn't do them any favors a couple of years ago. They said after that, they just couldn't quite get back on track. There haven't been a lot of details as to why they have to shut down right here, right now. And I wish there would have been a little bit of a I don't know, some transparency. I think it's hard when people get hit right here yesterday. Hey, uh, we're done after the spring semester. Sorry. I would have loved to see some transparency sometime for a coach that's coming in, for people that are running the show saying, hey, we got some, we got some issues here, and uh, we're going to try and work through them. But instead, maybe they tried to uh, put – you know a bandage on this and we'll fill this hole with this and obviously it didn't work when you have to go from operating university to uh to not from one day to the next not there's some pretty big issues there i don't i don't know if there was a a ton of transparency from what i'm hearing out there many 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 people were surprised that were on the inside many people surprised People answering the question of the day, seven two zero one zero six seven seven two zero one zero six seven. With presentation college closing in Aberdeen, um, is it too risky to sign as a college athlete at a small school like this, NAIA? 73% say no, NAIA will still be solid. So you said, some people saying it's, it's not an issue. NAI is going to be solid, 73%. 27% say, yes, I think it's risky. Budgets may be tight at the small schools. Um, Listener text, COVID showed that the small universities are in danger of collapsing. Presentation is the canary in the coal mine. Well, there's just not as much wiggle room. I mean, when the revenue stops... And you have to do certain things a certain way. You don't have a big endowment to fall back on like Stanford. There's some big problems. I think we probably don't know uh, the whole story with many of the universities. I remember doing these shows during COVID and stories coming out. Cincinnati has to cut this program. Some of these big universities that had to cut programs. How many of these small universities hanging on by a thread? And you would think it's all over now. Yeah, presentation, would be fine. We're, we're three years after COVID, right? And they're done. 600 to 700 students, the tuition every year, just about 23,000. That's another story is, you know, can these universities, is this model sustainable? 23,000 a year in South Dakota, can you get this model and, and is it sustainable? Obviously at presentation, it's not. Listener text, there are nine head coaches at presentation, four of whom lead men's teams and five who head up women's teams. Women's team head coaches make an average of 38600 Men's teams, about 43000 18 assistant coaches. So the list goes on. Um, the average salary is 20000 a year for assistant coaches. Yeah, so, so you look at it. Um, here's some numbers. This is good stuff. Presentation College sports teams made 2.6 million in revenue but they spent 2.58 million. So the sports department made a profit by last count, right? That's that's what they would show you. By last count, looking at the numbers here, the sports department at Presentation made a profit. But the university I- itself obviously in big big trouble. And now the athletes themselves in big trouble. That's, a, that's who you feel bad about. The athletes and the coaches. Because so I think people are just stunned by it. Their scholarships, what they had there. You were good to go. Not only from the athletic side, but hey, I'm, I'm at a college I want to be at. I'm going to get this degree. And now it's out the window. What's the model at NAIA? Um, what's the, is it a sustainable model? NAIA has been shrinking Will it continue to be a viable governance, a viable league, so to speak? I, I think so, but it's it's smaller, it's private, it's Midwest, upper Midwest. Not a not a big footprint. And South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State, I will tell you, they got out in front, started the transition to NCAA, and I think it's been a, a winner. It's been a winner. Some people put that down and say, oh, they're not going to compete, they're not going to... It wasn't about sports. It was about viability as an institution in the NCAA, not a smaller NAIA. Jason Hershorn is in next. We'll get back to this with the head men's basketball coach at presentation, Trevor Flemmer. He went to school there. Now he's the head men's basketball coach. He's got to finish out a basketball season knowing this is it. It's over. What's his thoughts today? He's going to join us from Aberdeen coming up. First, NFL will switch gears. Go to Jason Hershorn next.
0: Live callers, big-time interviews, and breaking sports news. This is the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City.
2: Before you buy, shop Gateway Autoplex. Are you looking to trade your vehicle and get ready for winter? Well, stop into the nicest pre-owned inventory of Fords, Lincolns, Dodges, Chevys, and save thousands.
3: Hey, and Gateway's looking for some more inventory, so if you want to sell your car, truck, or SUV, stop
4: on down for an offer today. So for the best car buying experience in Rapid City or the best credit rebuilder program, stop down to 410 North Campbell Street or 123 Omaha.
2: I'm Scott Hanna. And I'm
4: Adam Ray. And nobody, I mean nobody, beats a Gateway deal. Here's your Fox
5: Sports Rapid City forecast. Overcast skies tonight with lows around 21. Northwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 42. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows sit down to about 23. Mainly cloudy skies expected Friday with daytime highs approaching 39. 43 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 28.
6: Going somewhere, going higher, faster, farther, going in new directions to new places. At Monument Health, we keep going so you can keep going. We're dedicated to advanced orthopedic care with the latest innovations, technology, expertise, and treatment. So keep exploring, keep making memories, keep going with Monument Health as your partner. Learn more at monument.health/orthopedics.
2: Take your claim in the next home series of Rush games. On January 20th, there will be lots of Friday night fun for everyone as the Rush take on Idaho presented by KT Connections. Then saddle up and get your boots and hats ready for the annual Rush Rodeo and Ag Night on January 21st presented by Gold Buckle Beer. The game includes appearances from cowboys and cowgirls, specialty rodeo jerseys, and a pregame party in the Cowboy Bar. There will also be a post-game jersey auction with a portion of the proceeds benefiting the Western Legacy Foundation. Rapid City Rush, stake your claim. Tickets at rapidcityrush.com.
5: So, I just got the State Farm personal price plan on my car insurance. So you told your agent you play the bagpipes for your dog? Uh, What? what? No, I didn't get that. Personal, my agent just helped me create an affordable price just for me. Okay, let me show you what I've been working on. Hey,
4: Buster! (coughs) Contact me, State Farm agent Scott Carlson, to
1: create your personal price plan today.
5: Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary.
7: Here's what people in need of a great automotive experience are saying about Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail. Bob buyer
3: Hermosa. I drive into Rapid City every day and drive right by Anytime Auto. One day I needed some work done on the vehicle and I just thought I'd stop in and, and give them a try. It was at that point that I met Justin, their service manager, and started talking to him about what repair my vehicle needed. And Justin really took the time to explain things to me and I just felt really comfortable. So I began bringing my vehicles, my wife's vehicles, my kids' vehicles. They stand behind everything they do. And all those things just give you the feel of a a shop that's a local shop that really cares about you. Anytime Auto Sales has my total trust. I just can't imagine taking my vehicles anywhere else. Actually, I wouldn't take them anywhere else.
7: There you have it. For the best in automotive sales and service, see Anytime Auto Sales service and detail. Corner of Highway 79 in East Minnesota.
2: Anytime
4: Auto Sales
0: From the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Just getting started on a Wednesday. The Nate Brown Show live, Fox Sports Rapid City. Hope you're having a good day. It's always a great day in the Black Hills. We know that by now, right? The foggy over the last couple of days. Heads up. Heads up. Craig Maddox coming up from Sioux Falls. East River meets West River. Our weekly battle. Can we call it that? No, no, no. It's, It's all good. SDPB Sports. Craig Maddox, he's on the way. Eric Thompson in from the Twin Cities. Vikings had a press conference. Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the new GM, and Kevin O'Connell they had a press conference. What'd they say about the future of this team? Um, we'll talk to Eric Thompson, DailyNorseman.com, Vikings. Jason Hirshhorn's on, SB Nation NFL writer. Also, The Leap, covering the Packers. Yes, if you if you haven't had The Leap, you gotta get The Leap. Newsletter covering the Packers. All right, Jason Hershorn is in tonight on a Wednesday. Find him on Twitter at buy underscore JBH. And he's back on the Nate Brown Show. Jason, good to have you. How are you? Good to hear from you, Nate. I uh, appreciate your time, man. So, speaking of the leap and the Packers, I'll start there. There's not much we're going to find out, I don't think, with Aaron Rodgers. I just think it's so hard to figure this out. So, I'll just ask you... Um, Aaron Rodgers back with the Packers. Percentage chance for you? I
3: put it higher than any of the other potential outcomes. If you listen to Rodgers' comments on Tuesday, he didn't really sound like a quarterback that wants to retire. You never really know, and you're always in a dangerous territory if you're trying to project what he thinks. But I don't think that he wants to hang it up. He discussed how he still thinks he can play at, quote, the highest level, end quote. And if that's how you feel, and he discussed all different things that would need to make the Packers or any team the right situation, it, it sure seems like he's leaning toward coming back. Now you go to the Packers side of this, they have been very consistent on this message going back to the middle of the season when there were questions about maybe benching Aaron Rodgers because he had the thumb injury and then a rib injury, and letting Jordan Love get some playing time. The head coach, Matt LaFleur, said, he wants Aaron Rodgers to be the quarterback as long as he can go. When he got toward the end of the season, asked would they want Aaron Rodgers back? Lafleur said he would. Brian Gutekunst, general manager, echoed those sentiments during his season-closing press conference. So you throw all of those things together, and it sure paints the picture that the Packers expect Rodgers to be back. And at least until further notice, that's what I personally expect is going to be the outcome of the situation.
1: Okay, so... If Rodgers is, is there, what do the Packers need to do to improve from where they were at? Jason, I mean, this is a team that started off bad, kind of came on hot, but then went down. So where do they need to improve?
3: Some of these improvements are going to be developments of players that they already have. You look at that rookie draft class. the so Christian Watson, the second-round pick, you have the two first-round picks— Quay Walker, a linebacker, and Devontae Wyatt, the defensive lineman, those are going to be key pieces, those developments going from year one, year two. That's generally when we see the big jumps, those players really look good near the end of the season, uh, Watson in particular. They're going to need to get more from them, though. When you look at sort of the rest of the roster, I think they're going to need to restock at the back end of that secondary. Both of those safeties come with questions. Adrian Amos is going to be a free agent. He's coming off of – his worst year in Green Bay, uh, Darnell Savage, the other safety, had it up and down here. He was benched at one point during the season. They brought him back to the starting lineup. He kind of looks better, honestly, as a, a slot receiver, or, or slot corner, rather. That's something that the coaching staff also echoed. And if both of those guys are going to be out of the safety group with Savage maybe moving more into a slot corner role, that's two positions in the starting defense that need to be filled. That's going to be something they need to look at through the draft. So maybe you look at, in terms of free agency they're not going to have a ton of salary cap space to work with, but they might be able to bring somebody into that group. And then I think you look at maybe adding one more piece to that offense, a veteran piece in terms of the skill position players. Because even if you expect improvement from their younger guys, you might want to improve, let's say, at tight end. Remember, they made multiple runs this past year at getting Darren Waller, the tight end from the Raiders, is that a possibility again for them during this offseason? Maybe that's something they look to in the draft. I think you look at one, adding one more second piece to of that offense and think if all of that can come together and making a playoff run and maybe a Super Bowl run, and what we expect to be still a down NFC.
1: Jason Hershorn's on tonight. NFL writer, SB Nation, and the Leap. Find him on Twitter at my underscore jbh. Let's go to the other number twelve, Tom Brady. Okay, um, I'm I'm looking at Brady. I say he is coming back. I I feel like uh, you do about Rodgers a little bit. Like it, I, th- I think it sounds like he's coming back. We all don't know. I think he is, and Brady goes somewhere else. Where do you think is a good fit, Jason, if he goes somewhere else? People throwing around the Raiders.
3: I guess the Raiders, there's a lot there in terms of things that would be appealing to Tom Brady. Joshua Daniels, his longtime office coordinator, is now the head coach there. Obviously, that would make it a soft landing. Having Devontae Adams there obviously would help as well. But the Raiders might go in a number of directions, not just find the best veteran quarterback they can get their hands on slide him into Derek Carr's spot and go forward. You know, they sort of went this route last year, right? Like they signed Derek Carr to technically an extension, but really was a one-year deal with a team out and it looked like they are going to use it. And that team only got so far. The defense was up and down. That's still a problem. It's going to require a lot of additional resources. You know, there's a good piece of that, Max Crosby in particular, but it's just not enough as of this moment. And the offense – but I think it was too egalitarian. And you have one of the best receivers in the league, Devontae Adams. And while he did get a fair amount of targets, it wasn't like he was controlling the passing game the way that he did in Green Bay. Now, having Tom Brady there as opposed to Derek Carr might help that. But I think they're going to need more. And if you're Tom Brady, you don't want a good situation. You need a situation that's good enough to compete for a Super Bowl right now. I just don't think that the Raiders in that division with the Chiefs still there – you know, the Chargers coming off a playoff appearance. It's just not an ideal situation from that perspective. You look at the rest of the league, I don't really know how many ideal situations there really are for Tom Brady. Maybe Miami, after everything that happened, he could still end up going there. You know, Tua Tagovailoa had a good year while he was healthy, but health becomes this gigantic question mark for him. Could Tom Brady go to Miami with a situation where, you know, you have great weapons on that offense? You know the defense can use a little work, but it's going to be going to year two under the Mike McDaniel staff. Maybe that's a more interesting situation for him because the AFC does have some some uh, competition, obviously with the Buffalo Bills, but it's not the same. The Patriots aren't what they used to be, and the Jets still need to find a quarterback. So I, I think there's going to be a lot of situations like that where. You can make an argument for Brady. There's going to be a lot of spots that have some appeal for him, but I don't think there's going to be anyone like the Bay Buccaneers in 2020 that's just going to scream out for him and make him an immediate Super Bowl defender.
1: Okay, interesting. Who's a better quarterback right now, Carr or Brady? Raiders went off a Carr. I I said I think Brady's better, but what do you say?
3: I mean, it really depends on the kind of offense you're running. Tom Brady is more so than at any point previously in his career – absolutely afraid to take hits in the pocket. Now, you don't have to be a mobile quarterback to be effective, but you do have to stand in there at times. And I think that was the biggest problem for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers down the stretch in that playoff game. You know, when the pressure was even beginning to get close to them, he was launching the ball early. And even late into his time with the Patriots and earlier in his tenure with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, that just wasn't really the case. At least not on a consistent basis. Derek Carr, by a point of comparison, doesn't really have that problem. Now, in almost every other area, Tom Brady is going to have him beat. Like, in terms of being able to process, Brady is probably the best in the NFL at that right now and has been for a while. So, if you're running the kind of offense for which you just need the ball to go to the right place 99.9% of the time, Tom Brady is going to be the guy to do it. But you need protection up front. You're going to need weapons on the perimeter. And if you don't have all of those things, having someone who has a little more mobility, obviously Derek Carr much, much younger, and it's still someone who, generally speaking, will operate the offense in terms of the way it's designed on the whiteboard, you can make an argument for him. For most teams, I I think they would go Brady still, even at his age. But there are some situations, maybe like the New York Jets, where going with Derek Carr might be a more appealing option.
1: Jason Hirshhorn on tonight, SB Nation, NFL writer, The Leap. Uh, He's on Twitter at buy underscore JBH. How about a coaching question with Sean Payton? I want my Broncos to get him, Jason. Uh, A report just came out. He's looking for $20 plus a year. Four-year deal is what he's looking at. Broncos ownership wouldn't have a problem with that. I know that. Um, But that's a huge number for a coach. What do you think about Payton and the Broncos?
3: Before Sean Payton sat down for a single interview, two things needed to be known by any interested team. One is the cost to the Saints. Obviously, remains technically under contract with them. The Broncos are one of the teams that have already spoken to the Saints on that front, not just requesting permission to interview Sean Payton, but figure out what it would cost to acquire him from the Saints if that's the direction they go. The other part is that coaching salary that you mentioned. It was known, and it's been known for a while, that Sean Payton was going to command one of the highest salaries in the NFL for a head coach, for the highest salaries for a football coach in the nation. That was just the cost of doing business here. You look at that Broncos ownership group, they don't really have much of a tracker because they just got there, but we all know that they have the money to throw around. If you are looking at making a big splash, and to a certain degree firing a coach after less than a full season in the chair, is a big move or show that they're willing to make big moves. The Sean Payton cost doesn't seem so prohibitive. I think that the Broncos do need to figure some things out like if they're going to trade additional cap or not cap assets, draft assets to get Sean Payton. How do they recover cuz they already gave up so many to get Russell Wilson? But I don't think the coaching salary is going to be a hindrance here. I think they know what Sean Payton offers as a coach what it offers to the stability of that organization. And keep in mind this is about to be their organization more than anything else. So Setting it up with Sean Payton at the top doesn't really seem to be that much of a problem for
1: them. Jason Hershorn popping in tonight. Check out The Leap. Um, he started that. Good stuff. Also on SB Nation, NFL writer Jason Hershorn on Twitter at buy underscore JBH. And you've got him. Jason, good to have you, man. I appreciate it. Great to talk to you, Nate. Thanks a lot. Jason Hershorn, uh, his newsletter covering the Packers, The Leap. Get it and uh, check him out on Twitter at buy underscore JBH and SB Nation, national NFL writer. Jason Hershorn kicking off this Wednesday. So that's the latest there. And that's, you know, it was kind of thrown around early and now it's thrown around again today. Oh, Sean Payton, you know, wants 20 million plus per year. 20 million plus per year. Here's what I got going on with Sean Payton. I'll be honest as a Broncos fan. That's who I wanted from the start. I wasn't getting on this Jim Harbaugh bandwagon and, and this hype train here, but Harbaugh's just just been goofy, and it turns out this whole thing was goofy. He, he did a Zoom interview, and then he goes back to Michigan a few days later. It's, I'm not on the Harbaugh uh, deal. He's been in, he's been out, he's been all around. So I've wanted Sean Payton. Sean Payton is the best coach, it seems, to be available, meaning – with experience, with a Super Bowl, you just don't have those guys very often. Now, the one thing I'm hitting pause on today, as a Broncos fan, just just a little bit of a pause. I think Sean's getting a little hyped. I think it's a little. $20 million a year, biggest contract you're going to see. He knows there's nobody else. <laughs> I think he's obviously using it to his advantage. Oh, yeah, I'll talk to the Cardinals and visited with the Texans, and I'm going to go talk to the Panthers. Sean Baton knows who's running the Broncos. The Broncos are a premier organization. Even you Bronco haters know this. Premier organization now with new ownership, and they mean business. So I think he's, he's got the hype train himself going as, like, this guy's, uh, you know, he must have won multiple Super Bowls and just been unbelievable. He, he's good. And I think him and Russell Wilson and the whole thing is, is great. I think that's the call. I just think the $20 million plus, whether, you know, Rob Walton can afford it or not, I, I get it. But it seems like we're getting a little overvalued, even with Sean Payton. But it's like anything. Where's the market? Who's in need it's like the quarterbacks. I mean, Deshaun Watson got the most unbelievable deal you'll ever see in the history of the league. And so far, not so good. So far, not so good. And he got that deal with all of that other stuff behind uh, the scenes. So when you're in this market and your need is high, I think the Broncos are going to hit that thing. They're going to hit go, and they're going to go $20 million a year, and they're going to get Sean Payton. I believe that. I really do. Um, listener text, it's $20 million a year, plus he wants some personnel power. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Here, here's the uh, part with the Broncos. If you're going to get Sean Payton here, it's uh, George Payton's got one foot out the door. The GM that's been there that made the Nathaniel Hackett disaster move. Sorry, George, but uh, we got another role for you. We might, we might keep you on board as a, as a football, what do we say, analyst. <laughs> He's a front office football VP of analysis. Yeah. See, you can make up stuff right here. I make up words all the time. That's going to be George Payton's job, just a made-up job. If Sean gets in there, George is out of luck. Um, coming right back with Craig Maddock, SDPB Sports in Sioux Falls. East River meets West River. What does Craig say about Presentation College shutting down and what it means for NAIA sports on the way.
0: This is South Dakota's sports talk show, the Nate Brown Show on FoxSportsRapidCity.com and live on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City
8: sports fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your headquarters for the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. Don't miss all the playoff action at the Skybox as we have the best food, great drink specials, and the best game-watching experience in Rapid City. Join us at the Skybox for $4 Bloody Marys and great pitcher specials. The Skybox is your home for the NFL playoffs and for the Super Bowl. We look forward to serving you for all the big games at the Skybox above the Firehouse in downtown Rapid City.
0: Do you know Highmark Credit Union was started as Rapid City Teachers Federal Credit Union over 80 years ago in what was known as Rapid City High School? We're proud of our legacy in education and affordable solutions for our community. Today, Highmark provides a full range of consumer products and commercial lending services to thousands of area members in western South Dakota.
4: Consider joining Highmark. We'll make it happen. HighmarkFCU.com Need service? Denny Menho Toyota services all makes and models, even if you didn't buy it from us. Our certified techs do everything from oil changes to major repairs. Plus, we offer free inspections. Need tires? We'll beat anyone's price on the same exact tires and free rotations for the life of the tires. Need convenience? Schedule your service online and get free car washes and a free courtesy shuttle. We're at your service at Denny Menho Toyota on East Mall Drive or at DennyMenhoToyota.com.
1: With two locations in Rapid City, Pizza Ranch is ready to serve your family. Every Wednesday is Kids Day. This is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town. One child, 12 and under, eats free for every regular-priced adult at the Pizza Ranch Buffet Wednesdays. And don't forget their senior special every Tuesday for 8 dollars The Pizza Ranch Buffet. It's all good at the Pizza Ranch with two locations in Rapid City. And remember, daily online specials for carryout or delivery at Pizza Ranch com.
6: When it comes to protecting your home and your belongings, what works for your neighbor most likely won't work for you. Insurance is personal, and that's why the coverage specialists at Fisher Rounds and Associates work with you to tailor a policy that protects your family, home, auto, and other valuable possessions at the most reasonable cost possible. We sweat the small and the big stuff, so you don't have to. That's at your service, at your side. Fisher Rounds and Associates, with offices in Pier. Mitchell, Rapid City, Sioux Falls, and Watertown.
4: From the kennel to the coop,
6: whatever the season, Fleet Farm has everything to keep your animals happy and healthy. From
0: training your pup to sit season, to mastering those retrieval skills season. From clipping your horse for competition season, to keeping the backyard birds well fed season. And of course, loving your pets like family season. There's a reason people say, if Fleet Farm doesn't have it, you don't need it. Because we have it all. Fleet Farm, built for real life.
7: Hi, it's Colin Coward. Great to be in the Black Hills. Getting the herd weekdays 10 to 1 on 1067 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: We're rolling on a Wednesday. The Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Bring us up 106.7 FM, 1150 AM on the radio side. Welcome in. Thanks for welcoming us in your vehicle. Also, if you're out of range at all, FoxSportsRapidCity.com. Wherever you go, you've got the live stream right there. Dan Patrick. Colin Cowherd, Doug Gottlieb, and the Nate Brown Show all at FoxSportsRapidCity.com on your phone. Remember this show in the podcast form. If you can't catch us live weekdays, four to six, the Nate Brown Show podcast available on all the platforms, Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, it's out there. The Nate Brown Show podcast, download it. You've got it. If you miss parts of the show, all the guests are lined up like Sioux Falls, the greatest broadcaster. Oh, Hang on here. Craig Maddock just served it up. SDPB Sports, Sioux Falls' longtime sports broadcaster. Maybe I should say that. The longtime and the greatest Craig Maddock in on the Nate Brown Show. East River meets West River. Craig, what do you think of that intro right there? I'm feeling it today.
9: Yeah, you're uh, way, way overboard today. Uh, Something's (laughs) in your coffee there. But uh, I appreciate appreciate the compliment. And, of course, uh, my podcast in play. With Craig Matic just released uh, huh? right after your show started. And uh, for you wrestling fans, he's one of the, the best high school wrestling coaches that South Dakota has seen. And he's still going at it at 80 years old. Now, he's not the head coach, but he's still working with kids in wrestling and in other sports. So he's uh, Marv Sherrill of, of Watertown. Oh. so uh, go, uh, go find your podcast. Here's a, a guy that's won more state titles coaching uh, than anybody else, Um, and uh, he's a fun guy to talk to. So Marv Sherrill is uh, on In Play
1: this week. A great wrestling podcast. I like it. Okay, In Play, download that podcast. Let's get you In Play here on the Nate Brown Show. I want to ask you about what's going on in Aberdeen. Uh, Presentation College announces yesterday they're closing up shop. It's over. And they'll finish out this semester, and then that's it. From people I talked to up there, Craig, it seemed like a surprise. Even people that are involved in this program, you know, pretty pretty heavily emotionally involved and invested, and it was a surprise. What do you think's happened up there?
9: Well, competition is really tough. I mean, you take a look at it. It's, it's a private school. Uh, they're going up against Northern. It's a state school. You're going up against a population uh, of Aberdeen, that has to try to support not one but two institutions of higher learning. It's tough. It is really tough. Unless you have, you know, some foundations or some, uh, some money that is going to be there. Big endowment,
1: the, right? r- endowment, right? Huge
9: endowment. Right. Yes, endowments. And you know what that's all about uh, in your past work. Uh, you've got to have it. And it, I, I feel bad. I mean, I thought presentation was, was coming along. They spent a lot of money on, on their athletics. And their uh, facilities here in the last few years, but you know, when it comes to colleges, universities, and their athletic programs, uh, virtually ninety percent of them don't make money. They don't um, unless they get a subsidy. You don't get a subsidy from the state if you're a private college, which makes it even tougher for the Augustana Universities, the, the presentation, uh, Mount Marty. I mean, that's a private school, yeah. even though they're in the NAIA. Uh, for a private school to succeed uh, and just to make some money, it is it is a tough go, really here's, tough.
1: Here's what I pointed out. People kind of missed this years ago when South Dakota Mines and Black Hill State started the transition from NAIA to NCAA Division II. People thought it was a sports thing. It wasn't a sports thing. It was a strategic vision of we got to get into the NCAA governance uh, platform for enrollment, for brand enhancement, to continue Mm -hmm. to grow our university for research and grants. That elevated them. And then the sports came along with it. I wonder if NAIA schools. I just wonder what the future of the NEI is. It's it's smaller now. It's Midwest, upper Midwest. Where do these schools uh, go from here?
9: Uh, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, University of Sioux Falls did the same thing. Uh, they they felt they needed to brand themselves as a member of the NCAA. Now, there are some schools out there that they don't. Let's look at the, the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Um, University of Sioux Falls used to be in it. Uh, Morningside and Briar Cliff are in it in Sioux City. You got Dort and Northwestern in, in small towns, northwest Iowa. You got Concordia that's in Nebraska. You got Hastings that's in Nebraska. Uh, they're in the perfect conference, they're in the perfect get together, the best geographic region. It, it doesn't mean anything for them to go with the branding in the NCAA. They're good old hometown. Colleges that the kids in the area can go to, and so they're kind of in the in the best of both worlds. Um, but but that's a rarity. Um, you got like Jamestown, up yep. in the northern North Dakota. They were NAIA. They knew they had to go NCAA. They had tried to get to NCAA so that they can brand themselves and compete. With a, a geographic problems, a population problems, just a tough place for Jamestown, you think about it, for them to continue to grow up there. But so far, you know, they're getting the job done.
1: I just wonder, when I see a story like presentation just comes out of nowhere, I just wonder how many more schools are hanging by a thread year in and year out. I think we'd be surprised. I, I've been at universities where fundraising goes on every year just to meet the budget. I mean, I think people would be surprised. Uh, uh,
9: the big thing that people think is that uh, the athletic programs are swimming in money, and I say this over and over and over again every year. The stats come out. You have maybe five or six universities that are self-supported. You know, your Nebraska, Ohio State. But besides those five or six big schools, every other college and university. Doesn't make any money, and they'll barely make money. I'm talking USD, SDSU. Even the success of SDSU, they still get a subsidy every year by the state of South Dakota. Without that subsidy, they'd be losing more. They'd be losing money. Yeah. Uh, so again, athletic programs don't make a bunch of money. If they make any money at all all across the country.
1: And I'll tell you what, uh, presentation college as a whole must have really, really been struggling. They're, they're shutting down. We're going to talk to their men's basketball coach tonight, Trevor Flemmer. He went to school there. Now he just got hired last year as the coach, and uh, now he's out. We'll talk to him. Craig Maddox on first from Sioux Falls, SDPB Sports here on the Nate Brown Show. I got to ask you about this. Um, when I when I look at this, uh, this story comes out. I posted it, and, and I said, okay, Um, It was on TV out here. They were showing youth sports on TV, Craig. Okay? You're a media man. You're a media man. This was a youth wrestling tournament that made the TV highlights. And so I asked the audience, should youth sports be on TV? Kelloland? are we going to see it? Youth sports? Are we we
9: talking live sports or just the... uh, it, on it was the ten high- o'clock news. Yeah, it was
1: on the ten o'clock news. It was highlights of Timmy beating Jimmy from Hermosa. Uh, I, well, I
9: think it's great. I think it's great. <laughs> I think it's great because it's it's promoting what's happening in your community. Um, and and uh, Sioux Falls happens to bring a lot of a lot of volleyball, basketball, wrestling to the town wow. um, for competition. And uh, I mean, I, I would assume. If Rapid City had a big, big basketball or wrestling tournament uh, featuring the youth, uh, that the local stations would uh, ah. maybe have a nice clip of, uh, uh. hey, here's here's what happened earlier today in Rapid City.
1: It's rare. By the way, you're just serving this up for the youth sports parents. They're going to be calling the TV <laughs> stations now. Hey, we got this. We got that. Uh, these guys are going to be running uh, the Craigmatic endorsement. By the way, my audience said, no, you should only show high school. That's it. High school is the lowest you should go.
9: No, I, I, I mean, hey, it's a part of uh, the of the news of the sports world that's going on in your town. All right, and if you got a big time youth event, whether it's softball or whatever, and especially if Nate Brown is coaching a championship team on youth
1: I'm going to email uh, these guys right away when I have my next tournament here uh, in a couple of weeks. Good fourth Trust grade me. basketball. They got.
9: Trust me, they've got time. They've got
1: time to put it on. <laughs> there it is, the TV endorsement. <laughs> Craig Maddock on tonight. Um, check out In Play. The new podcast is out. Great wrestling coach. Uh, spent a lot of time on there, Marv Sherrill. Um, Craig, good to have you. Appreciate you coming on.
9: Always appreciate it. Thanks, Nate.
1: Thanks a lot. Craig Maddock, In Play, is podcast from SDPB. Live from Sioux Falls on Twitter at Craig Maddock. Wow, unbelievable. I didn't know he would go down that road. He said, I mean, is he just uh, baiting the TV highlight guys? Is he just baiting them into, sure, you should put all the youth sports tournaments on TV. Sure. You should. <laughs> Good luck. Um, I ask you, should youth sports highlights ever be featured on TV in the 10 o'clock news? The audience voted. The final tally was 64% say no, should be high school only. That's as low as you should go. And then 36% said, yes, put youth sports on, but rarely. Okay? All right, we've got to get to our next guest, Eric Thompson, waiting on us. Vikings writer, DailyNorseman.com. We'll talk to Eric next.
0: You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Follow us and watch the show live on Twitter at Nate Brown Show.
3: Have you hit a
7: pothole or curb with your car? Does your vehicle need an adjustment or have an alignment, shock, or strut issue? Black Hills Tire is your one-stop shop for complete automotive service and repair in the Black Hills area. Trust your vehicle with no one else but Black Hills Tire. Contact Weston, Tenise, and the guys at Black Hills Tire where honesty, reliability, and safety is their top priority. Black Hills Tire voted the number one shop for automotive repair and brake repair and tire store in the Black Hills. Ask about their free pickup and delivery. Black Hills Tire. Check them out online at blackhillstire.com. Here's
5: your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Overcast skies tonight with lows around 21. Northwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 42. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows sit down to about 23. Mainly cloudy skies expected Friday with daytime highs approaching 39. 43 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 28.
1: What
0: can Elevate Performance do for your athlete? Brandon Drum, D2 lacrosse
9: player at Mars Hill University.
6: I started going to Elevate Performance for problems with my knee, and after working with Britt, he identified some other issues that helped me prevent severe injury. Elevate's strength and conditioning program also helped me perform at a much higher level. My goal was to play college lacrosse, and I am thankful for Britt and Elevate for helping me achieve that goal. Elevate worked with me on a personal level and helped mold me
3: into a stronger athlete. Get your athlete started at Elevate Performance
0: SD.com. Whether you run the race, make the catch, cast a line, pitch a tent, or just look good doing it, Shields Rapid City has your gear. From athletic clothing from your favorite team, cold weather gear to keep you warm, to the best camping selection this side of the Black Hills, and the most stylish and functional women's outerwear and footwear, Shields has the widest selection of the best brands in the business. So when you're ready to get out, get in the game, or get going, get to Shields. Shields. We're right there with you at Rushmore Crossing in Rapid
4: City.
1: If you're in the market for a vehicle right now, you probably have noticed it's sometimes hard to find the right one. That's where Summit Automotive Group steps in. Stacy and Matt and their staff working hard to get a great selection of pre-owned vehicles at affordable prices. At Summit Automotive, they have a different outlook on selling you a vehicle. You'll experience stress-free shopping, friendly, honest service with no high-pressure sales gimmicks. Before you buy, drop by East Highway 44, SummitAutoGRP.com.
4: Hi, this is Dan Patrick. Remember to catch me weekday mornings from 7 until 10 a.m. right here on 106.7 FM and 1150 a.m. Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, back to Rapid City's sports talk show, The Nate Brown Show. Nate.
1: Welcome back in. A lively Wednesday on the Nate Brown Show, your sports, your show. Fox Sports Rapid City. Eric Thompson's on from the Twin Cities. What's the weather like out there in Minnesota? It's a beautiful winter in Minnesota, as always. He's tough. DailyNorseman.com, Vikings writer. Eric underscore J underscore Thompson on Twitter. Let's talk Vikings. First, the weather, Eric. Welcome back in. How are things in Minneapolis?
10: Well, uh, good for now, but it sounds like we're getting another, you know, like we're finally starting to see the roads after the last oh. uh, <laughs> snowstorm on the residential streets. You know, there's finally some pavement. Really? So of course, we're getting another six inches, I think, over the next 24 hours. So that's, I was going to yeah. say, it's,
1: your snow does yeah. not melt, though. So if you're starting to see the roads, I mean, that's the light. You're starting to see yeah. the light.
10: Well, yeah, but then it's, that, that light is getting pulled away pretty quick, the way it sounds. So uh, it's, it's the winter. We're in January. It's, we're, uh, uh, it's the, definitely the doldrums of winter, especially after the, the results uh, we saw here in Minneapolis on Sunday.
1: Yes, yes. Let, let's go there, okay? I, I'll, I'll talk about the game and the season and the whole thing, but I want to go to, to today. The press conference with Kwesi Adolfo Mensa, the new GM, and Kevin O'Connell. I didn't learn anything. I mean, those guys talk good. It's, it's all fine. Um, you know, they're great representatives. I think Kevin O'Connell is good. I really do. And I think Adolfo Mensa is fine, too. There, there's some work ahead, and one is there has to be a defensive overhaul for the Vikings. I mean, this is one of the worst defenses we've seen. And I don't know if there is going to be, starting with Ed Donatel, what do you say?
10: Well, it, it yeah, like you said, the, we we learned a whole lot of nothing from that press conference. The the I I I'm a real big fan of Kevin O'Connell and uh Kwayze Odo Fomenta as well. But um they they did a um, a 500 level class on GM speak and coach speak, which is basically they just uh said a whole bunch of words and a whole bunch of platitudes and didn't really say anything. And I know a lot of Vikings fans I I think they were hoping for um Ed Donatello's uh, head on a spike today. If that does happen, it wasn't going to happen in the in the, the first conf, uh press conference. So, I am I'm with you. The the defense has to change. Um I think we learned all season that was the weak point of the team and it came to fruition in full force on Sunday because the Vikings barely uh even slowed down Daniel Jones and the Giants uh much less stopped them.
1: Yeah, you watched every game this season, Eric. I watched a ton of them. Um, I checked out every game. I didn't watch them in, in entirety. But I look at it and I say that defensive performance was really how they got exposed against the Eagles. Jalen Hurts went off. Uh, the Cowboys, they went off. And so this wasn't just an accident here. The scheme, the personnel, it's all not good. And I just wonder how Kevin O'Connell's going to manage that here.
10: Yeah, I mean that's a huge question for the team going forward. And again, I'm not put, placing all the blame at Ed Donatello's feet because there were a lot of players that uh didn't do uh, his scheme any any favors. But that said, the scheme didn't do anyone any favors because you basically know what you're getting with the Vikings throughout the entire season. You're getting the soft off coverage with the cover with the cover 2 to basically take away the deep plays, and the Vikings did that just fine. I don't believe um the Giants had any completions over 20 yards but it was death by a thousand crossing routes like every single time the giants needed yardage it was either someone wide open over the middle oh. or daniel jones running free for 8 to 10 yards or a combination of both or saquon barkley leaking out of the backfield with i believe there was one completion to barkley when he caught the ball there was no one within 15 yards of him this isn't out of the backfield this isn't you know burning someone deep so if this is if that was the number one most maddening thing i think with the with the defense this year is that it was the definition of insanity. They kept on doing the same thing but expecting different results. And obviously the, the results were not different enough, and uh, the Vikings are, are done for the season because of it.
1: Eric Thompson on DailyNorseman.com, Vikings writer here on the Nate Brown Show. So last one on the defense here. Um, do you think that Kevin O'Connell will make that change? Today, he said, we're evaluating. That process is ongoing. Ed Donatel, yeah. the, the whole thing. Will he make the Ed Donatel change or will will he stick with Ed and now we're going to try and get some different players?
10: I'm, I would have to lean, and this is my personal preference as well. I would have to lean that I think that they're making a change just because it was so bad on okay. that side of the ball. And again, that, it's not going to be just Donatel. And if even if if they do retain Donatel, that defense is going to look very different with the personnel because they have a lot of tough decisions, especially some of their veterans that are on the wrong side of thirty. That said, I I, I think they were non-committal enough where they really said they you know they didn't give them the the dreaded vote of confidence, which oftentimes doesn't mean much either they were very just kind of we'll, we'll kind of look at it and uh, evaluate going forward so that again you, you I don't want to read into anything too much but you know because no news is is basically no news at this point but I I would think they'd have they'd just have to move on because it just did not work on so many levels on the defenses here.
1: I would hope I would hope they do I, I don't know how Kevin O'Connell wins that PR battle with uh, Vikings country um, right. if he doesn't make that call okay You talked about the defensive personnel. I'm going to run through some players, and you tell me what you should do. Okay? Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith.
10: Um, That contract's hard to move out from right now, at least in the next year. I would assume, uh, again, that no one's safe on this defense, personally. Like, I think everyone should be evaluated – I think Harrison Smith is not worth what he's going to get paid next year, especially the the big cap number that he has. That said, I think he'll probably still stick around. I, I don't feel great though. about it. What's that? Restructure it? Yeah, I mean, he just did restructure pretty recently. Um, if he's willing to, absolutely. Uh, but, again, you're, you're, you're going to have to pay the piper eventually. And Smith isn't on the, the upswing of his career. So th- they might just have to bite the bullet, pay him way too much money uh, next year, and then maybe move on, move on after that. That's my uh, gut feeling. But, again, anything could uh, be on the table with him.
1: Okay, here's the guy that's been really good. I think he's lost a step. Kendricks.
10: Yeah, I think it might be more than the step. But just because, again, that scheme did him absolutely no favors. I think his battery mate for most of the year, Jordan Hicks, didn't do him any favors. But Kendricks was the number one linebacker in the NFL for a few years of going sideline to sideline. I mean, he just doesn't have it. Again, and he recently restructured. I probably, as much as this pains me to say it, because Kent has been such a great player, both and a great person off the field by all accounts, I think the team is probably going to overhaul that the entire linebacking core and let players like Brian Asimov, who they drafted this, this year, and probably a couple other draft picks and or free agency signings uh, going forward.
1: What about Zadarius Smith?
10: This one is it, it's tough because if you take the first half of the season, you think the Vikings are completely going to bring him back, and it, it was well, well worth it. And again, yeah. the, you know, the, the, most of this season, the, the the Packers were putting the bill for most of this year. But after that injury, that he was kind of struggling through and missed a couple times, um, couple games towards the end, it, it just wasn't quite there as much. And it, it seemed like the, uh, teams could kind of scouted him and figured him out where he wasn't making quite the impact. Again, he uh, was right up there among the league leaders and pressures for overall. I definitely wouldn't mind bringing him back but uh breaking the bank with so many other areas of need for this team it'll be really interesting to say i would lean towards them retaining him but that that could really go either way i'm I'm 50 50 on that one
1: couple more on vikings players moving forward in this whole defensive scheme and then i got one offensive player but is that it here on defense for patrick peterson
10: yeah again this is going to be what 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 the price is and what his market value is he he said how much he's enjoyed himself uh, in in Minnesota and again he was a pretty uh mostly you know, reliable Piece of that that defense. It's again. Boy, he looks he's just slow on the, he, though. Sunday. He, he, he looks oh slow. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he definitely was not his best showing uh, against the Giants. He's relying a lot more on Craft and Guile and experience than he is on his athletic ability. The, the All Pro Patrick Peterson from Arizona is, is long gone. I still think he can be a valuable member. He just can't be the, the number one corner or the no, you know like he he has to be uh, you know covering number two wide receivers and maybe you know, moving around in the defense a little bit. But if you're if you're going if, if he's your best option to corner the Vikings are going to be in trouble next year
1: okay here's the fan favorite I've liked him he's a Minnesota guy through and through but his wife's posted some stuff on Instagram (laughs) I don't know if he's really happy with his featured role Adam Thielen Adam Thielen I think he's like right around 20 million Um, what's Adam Thielen going to do
10: well if it's that cap number next year I, I just don't see it happening because Thielen's production, again, his snap counts are always there. He was uh, right, you know, he'd always he'd usually set out maybe four or five snaps a game, but the target's are way down, the yardage is way down. And just the, the you can kind of see it, like he was, um, I think he still is one of the better route runners in the NFL, but he just doesn't have that ability to, to get a lot of separation. Still sure-handed. Still, um, you know, again, it's the the classic. I mean, they should they could make a Disney movie out of his career. with how he was born and raised in Minnesota, and went, went to you know we all know that backstory. But it just seems like it, especially with the emergence of KJ Osborne. Um, this, at the end, towards the end of the year, and with how much money he's due, and of course, I, I, I don't want to even get into the whole, all, all the stuff his, his wife has been posting on social media. I definitely nev- don't read too much into that, and fans really tie themselves up in a knot over, uh, <laughs> over her posts. So, like, that she, she, she's going to be supportive of her husband, Adam. Weird. Who, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That, that's, that's fine. Again, so, um, I, it really pains me to say it cuz there are a lot of players on this on this current roster and that's kind of why I was so bummed about the loss on Sunday is that it's going to probably be the last time we see a lot of these veteran players mm. in purple and I mean these are some of my all-time favorite guys that I've rooted for in the last decade plus. It's going to be really it's going to be a different team but it, uh, that's the nature of the beast especially with uh, how much the, the Vikings are up against the Cap this next year.
1: Yeah, that's a great point and that's why I wanted to run through it. I don't know if Vikings fans fully gather like, "Hey, Some pretty big names, some pretty great Vikings in here. Uh, There might be some changes as the Vikings uh, move forward, needing some cap space and trying to figure things out. Eric Thompson on, breaking down the Vikes. dailynorseman.com will be awaiting on any news on the defensive side with Ed Donatel. I hate to pick on Ed, but, man, it was a mess with the scheme and the personnel. Eric, good to have you, as always. Thanks a lot. Nate, thank you so much again for having me on. I appreciate it. Eric Thompson, great breakdown. Vikings writer, DailyNorseman.com, live from the Twin Cities. Follow him on Twitter, Vikings fans, at Eric underscore J underscore Thompson. We're back in the drive at five with this um, survey. This survey was just done with uh, thousands of refs across the country, okay? These are refs answering the survey. What percentage of refs? say sportsmanship from fans has gotten worse? What percentage of refs say sportsmanship from fans has gotten worse? I'll give you that number and more next. You're
7: listening to The Nate Brown Show. In 2023, First Gold Gaming Resort continues to be Deadwood's most rewarding gaming destination. Every Friday through Sunday, win your share of $8,600 in promo play. Through hot seat drawings, don't miss the lucky seven $7,000 giveaway on Saturday nights, where we draw our $1,000 cash winners every hour from 5 till 11 p.m. And on Saturday, January 28th, it's the GOAT of all giveaways. The $18,000 Golden Cash Blast. First Gold Gaming Resort, it's where Deadwood begins and the winning
1: never ends fans. For all your office, shop, and storage needs, contact Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza. Quality, affordable, reliable. For the best rate, best facility, and best customer service, it's Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza. There really is nothing better on the west side of Rapid City. Call 605-721-9777. Quality Commercial Properties, LLC at Samco Business Plaza. KIMM Rapid City and K294BT
0: Rapid City. The Black Hills Sports Station. 106.7 FM and 1150 AM. Fox Sports Rapid City.
7: At Black Hills Federal Credit Union, we are committed to improving the lives of our members and bettering our communities. As your community credit union, we're here to get to know you and your unique needs. From extended service hours to the newest technology, we have you covered. Stop by any location to get started or text or call 605-718-1818. BHFCU is member-owned, not-for-profit, and federally insured by the NCUA.
1: We all know life's busy, and if you get sick, you can get behind pretty quick. That's where Black Hills Urgent Care comes in. No appointments needed, no long waits, just fast, affordable care to get you feeling better, quicker. Black Hills Urgent Care has two locations in Rapid City on Haynes Avenue and Mountain View Road. You can simply check in online at bhucare.com. That's with the letter U, -u bhucare.com. When you need care, see the team at Black Hills Urgent Care, the faster way to get better.
0: Good people of South Dakota, Abe Lincoln here again. On average, your South Dakota lottery gives over $490,000 per day back to the state for good things like schools, natural resources, and more. That's 49 million pennies daily. You could stack those pennies 47 miles high each and every day. But that'd be downright silly now, wouldn't it? So, you should probably just keep giving it to schools and stuff. The South Dakota lottery. It's good fun, good
9: people. Must be 18 to play. Please play responsibly.
6: Hi, this is Jeremy with Jerry's Cakes and Donuts, inviting you to kickstart your morning by dropping by and grabbing some fresh donuts. I want to thank you for voting us the best in the Black Hills. We're up early making your favorite donuts, so stop by and bring some to the office. Everybody loves Jerry's Cakes and Donuts, and we love you. So stop by, get a great selection to brighten up your day. Serving Rapid City for over 40 years, Jerry's Cakes and Donuts at 109 East Omaha. And remember to like Jerry's on Facebook for some great giveaways. Hey, it's Chris Broussard. Remember to catch the Eye Couple weeknights from six to eight PM right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now, let's get back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show. I
1: tonight thanks for being a part of the program i appreciate that your sports your show the nate brown show south dakota sports talk show fox sports rapid city 1067 fm eleven fifty a.m on the radio side bring us up on twitter and watch the show live welcome in studio on twitter at nate brown show watch us live there follow the show also on youtube the nate brown show subscribe to the channel you've got every show right there in the drive at five driven by summit automotive group Stacy and Matt at Summit, they've got the selection for you and the right financing. Get you into the right vehicle, okay? The Summit difference, experience it for yourself. If you haven't purchased from Summit, take a look. SummitAutoGRP.com for your next free-owned vehicle search. Car buying truly built around you. SummitAutoGRP.com. In the drive at 5 tonight, Brian Noah is coming up, NFL host, Fox Sports Radio. Countdown to kickoff all season long on Sunday here on Fox Sports. Brian knows going to break it down. Who would he choose? Here it is. Here it is. Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? What do you think, guys? Who would you choose? I love that question. Brian knows on the way. He'll make his pick. Well, Presentation College, I started my show with it. Um, they're shutting down. I mean, it's a big thing. It impacts lives, kids, families, coaches, staff. I mean, the whole thing. Presentation College has been around forever in Aberdeen. About 600, 700 kids based on the year. Small school, private Catholic, and um, they had some good sports teams over the years. I mean, I knew kids here from Rapid City that played some hoops, played some football. So they're shutting down, um, and it was a stunner that was announced yesterday. I'm going to talk to their men's basketball coach, Trevor Flemmer, this hour. So we'll have an interesting conversation. He has a unique perspective Trevor Flemmer, the men's basketball coach now at presentation, just got there less than a year ago. So he was just hired to take over the program, which he went to school there. He's an alumni of presentation. So he's got a big picture overall. What is his, What are his thoughts? He's going to join us tonight, this hour, Trevor Flemmer, the presentation men's coach in that whole scenario. Listener text coming into the presentation college story. Um, listener text, this is just like when Huron University closed. It was a hit on the small town. Luckily, Aberdeen still has Northern. Uh, Listener text 7201067. I worry about Mount Marty and Dakota Wesley, and I I wonder if they're teetering on closing. See, I I don't know on that. This stuff comes as a surprise sometimes. People don't know the finances. um, How big are the endowments? I saw a presentation college's endowment was not that big. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Small um, enrollment, so a small alumni base. What's the um, wherewithal of that alumni base? I mean, there's a lot that goes into it, right? A lot that goes into it. So um, Dakota Wesley and some of these guys, you have to look at it this way. Some of these NAIA schools I think are going to be fine, but it has been shrinking, the NAIA footprint. Um, thanks for calling. your live today, and you go ahead. Hey, Nate. What's up, man? We had 504 kids
6: in our wrestling tournament at Westside Raiders.
3: I saw that.
1: I saw that. Believe me. And that don't deserve no coverage? I think it it could. There's a lot of youth tournaments that have a lot of kids, right?
6: Well, show me a basketball tournament kids won.
1: That has 500-plus kids. No, well, there was over 1,000 two weeks ago. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's all good. If we charge 20 bucks. how much do you charge for that basketball? Oh, I have no idea. Luckily, I don't have to pay. <laughs> Luckily, I just coach. That's my time.
10: I'll guarantee you it was 10 times
6: what we
1: did. Hey, I love youth sports. I love youth sports. I just got to be making sure everybody's getting, you know, the coverage we all uh, see. I love youth sports. You know that.
9: Oh, yeah. Hey, any word on Minnesota getting rid of
6: Cousins or <laughs> or that Rusty Wilson leaving
9: Denver? No, not
1: yet. Not yet. Well, I'll update I thought you. Sean, I thought Sean Payton was going to be your next coach. No, I'll update you when that happens. Believe me. You know that. It ain't
6: going to happen. He don't want that mess.
1: All Seems right, like brother. I have
6: no
9: draft It picks. will happen. I, gotta... I think it will
1: happen. We'll have a celebration on the show. Oh, Thanks for that, right. Dan. You have a All great right. day. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me get to this. I want to get to this. Um, by the way, seven two zero one zero six seven seven two zero one zero six seven. I want to know what you think of, of this next question here on the Barons Wilson text line because it's dealing with a sports officials survey. Okay, a sports officials survey. I want to make sure you understand what's being asked here. Here's the officials. They've been asked, okay, is sportsmanship getting better or worse with fans? That's what's out today. The data highlights from the National Sports Officiating Summit. Is sportsmanship getting better or worse? What do you think the officials said? What did the officials say? 57% of the officials nationally said the fan behavior is getting worse. Does that surprise you? I thought that number was actually low. I mean, if you're talking about fans yelling at refs, I would think refs these days, there's a shortage of refs, by the way. I would think there would be a higher number than that. 57% of refs said uh, fan behavior is getting worse. Okay? 15% say fan behavior is getting better. (laughs) <laughs> at least we at least you know 15% of people have the the cup is half full. What do you think South Dakota refs said? This came all the way down to South Dakota this official survey. Officials in South Dakota, what percentage of them said fan behavior is worse today? 56%. So pretty pretty in line with the na- uh, with the nation. 57% of the nation, national refs say worse behavior. 56% of South Dakota refs say worse behavior. 10% in South Dakota say fan behavior is getting better. And then they were asking, would you let your son or daughter ref? That's what, that's what they asked the officials when they looked at, okay, why'd you become a ref? What, what's the story? Would you let your son or daughter become a ref? And that's my question of the day on the Nate Brown Show in the Drive at 5. I wanted to ask you that tonight. And I put it out on Twitter for everybody. If you're in a sports family, okay, I have a sports family, would it be good for your son or daughter to become a ref? You let me know on the Barron's Wilson text line, text us, 720-1067, some answers coming in already here on the program. Would it be good for your son or daughter to become a ref? I would like to know if you'd say, yeah, I'm gonna do that. I mean, you got you got worse fan behavior, according to the refs. But would you want your son or daughter to become a ref? Here's the answers. I'm a little surprised. 78% of the audience on Fox Sports Rapid City says yes, they'll learn a lot. 22% say no way, it's not worth it. Listener text: um, My daughter started playing hockey in second grade. She started refing at. 15, it's helped her tremendously. Our son became a coach as a high school senior for the many mites and now coaches his old college team. I think that's a good direction as well. All right. Um, that's interesting. 78%. I don't know if I, if I buy it, but I'll, I'll go with it. I'm feeling good today. 78% of you out there say, yes, it would be good for your son or daughter to become a ref. That's interesting. All these numbers today in the survey from refs. Fan behavior worse, but we'll still let our son or daughter do it. I like that. It's not always going to be easy. By the way, my daughter, uh, 13 years old, getting ready to be 14. You know what she's going to do? You know what she's going to do this next spring? She's going to become a soccer official. A soccer official. How about that? What do I have to do? Do I have to be ready? Am I going to have to be the field marshal? Am I going to have to step in and step up? at the field marshal. Maybe take it easy out there, okay? Brian Noah is on next, NFL host Fox Sports Radio. Who would he pick? Brian Noah knows football. Would he pick Josh Allen or would he take Joe Burrow as your quarterback Sunday? Brian Know next.
0: Did you miss an interview or great segment on the Nate Brown show? Just find the Nate Brown show podcast and listen wherever you
4: download your podcasts. Today on Hey Culligan, buy to save. Here's a text from Devin in Denver. Hey Culligan, I'd love a water softener, but I don't want to pay for it. Devin, I can't help you there, but a Culligan high-efficiency softener can help you save oodles on energy and detergent. So the savings can be even greater than the cost. And I'm getting a mind-blown emoji followed by... Yes, please. Devin, the savings are already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test with a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com.
5: Here's your Fox Sports Rapid City forecast. Overcast skies tonight with lows around 21. Northwesterly winds 5 to 10 miles per hour. Sunny skies tomorrow. High temperatures reach up to 42. Partly cloudy tomorrow night. Lows sit down to about 23. Mainly cloudy skies expected Friday with daytime highs approaching 39. 43 Saturday. That's your forecast on the Black Hills Sports Station, Fox Sports Rapid City. Currently, it's 29.
4: At Denny Manhill Rushmore Honda, we have a lot full of used cars, trucks, and SUVs, shop imports, and domestics. Many are local one-owner trade-ins, plus the area's best selection of used Hondas and Honda Certified Pre-Owned, with financing as low as 3.49 APR, or buy any used with no money down and make no payments for 90 days. See us at Denny Manhole Rushmore Honda or RushmoreHonda.com. Financing on Select Certified Pre-Owned. Length of contract is limited.
2: Offer expires 228 23 Offers with qualified credit. Stake your claim in the next home series of Rush games. On January 20th, there will be lots of Friday night fun for everyone as the Rush take on Idaho presented by KT Connections. Then saddle up and get your boots and hats ready for the annual Rush Rodeo and Ag Night on January 21st presented by Gold Buckle Beer. The game includes appearances from cowboys and cowgirls, specialty rodeo jerseys, and a pregame party in the Cowboy Bar. There will also be a postgame jersey auction with a portion of the proceeds benefiting the Western Legacy Foundation. Rapid City Rush. Stake your claim. Tickets at rapidcityrush.com. Hey
8: sports fans, it's Rob at the Firehouse Skybox. We are your headquarters for the NFL playoffs and the Super Bowl. Don't miss all the playoff action at the Skybox as we have the best food, great drink specials, and the best game watching experience in Rapid City. Join us at the Skybox for $4 Bloody Marys and great pitcher specials. The Skybox is your home for the NFL playoffs and for the Super Bowl. We look forward to serving you for all the big games at the Skybox above the Firehouse in downtown Rapid City. Hi,
1: this is Cody Young at High Plains Physical Therapy and Aquatic Therapy Center. I started High Plains PT in 1999, and we've been providing personalized care in Rapid City to help our patients get back in action. Remember, you have a choice for who you go to see for physical therapy. With our state-of-the-art aquatic therapy center, we are equipped to help you achieve your health goals. At High Plains, we'll give you the one-on-one treatment you deserve. We look forward to working with you at our new facility. To get started, visit highplainspt.com.
2: Live from the
0: Anytime Auto Sales Service and Detail Studio, sales, service, and recreation, this is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: Brown Show, we're live on Fox Sports Rapid City. Good stuff tonight. Hang on. We're going to talk to the presentation men's basketball coach, Trevor Flemmer, tonight. He's going to join us right after he finishes up practice. It's a wild story out there. Presentation College NAIA in Aberdeen shutting down. They just announced it yesterday. They'll finish out the basketball season in the spring semester, and then that's it. They're done. Presentation's been in Aberdeen a long time. What is it like for a sports coach running a program? He just got hired less than a year ago. Unbelievable. And, and now he's out. Uh, they'll finish off the season. Trevor Flemmer's coming up here on the Nate Brown Show. Brian on tonight, national host on Fox Sports Radio, covering the NFL countdown to kickoff all season long. Every Sunday. You've got him on Twitter at the no show Brian no knows ball. How about that? Is that a tagline Brian? Good to have you back. How are you? I'm thinking about getting a back
6: mural that says exactly what you just said right there <laughs> Nate Brown. How could I not, right?
1: I'm a marketing master. I mean, I it's just unbelievable. I just come up with random thoughts. Okay, I want to I got a question for you. I'm going to get right into it. For this weekend, Bills Bengals You've been a guy here on this show with the, you know, the Bills. You're, you're iffy, kind of iffy at the beginning. I, I was hearing you, Brian. I'm going to ask you, do you want Josh Allen or Joe Burrow as your quarterback this weekend? Wow, this weekend
6: I would go with Joe Burrow. Oh. I would go with Joe. Yeah, he's steadier. He doesn't make the silly decisions that Josh Allen sometimes does. He had, what, three turnovers against my fins? almost four, almost fumbled at a, a critical time of the game when they only had a three-point lead late. So, yeah, Joe Burrow protects the football more often than, than, jo- than uh, Josh Allen does. I don't like the shaky offensive line that the Bengals have in terms of the injuries that they're dealing with, but I think that uh, Joe Burrow, in terms of avoiding big turnovers, I trust Joe more than Josh.
1: Okay. um, I look at it. I know Steady, Joe, he's going to make the plays. Um, Who do you trust as a team this weekend? I would still go
6: with the Bengals. Like you said in the intro, I've been iffy on the Bills. I've been down on the Bills. Now, they are a quality team. I'm not trying to say that they aren't, but they just have a knack for wetting themselves that's really what it comes down to they just have a knack in the big moments, and you almost saw it last week against skylar thompson and the dolphins like come on they should have steamrolled the fins and it's a three-point game late so i don't know what it is with the bills until they exercise those demons they still have a knack for coming up short in the big spot, so I'll bet against them again this weekend.
1: Wow, Brian Ngo bringing the heat, going Bengals. Uh, Fox Sports Radio's national host, Brian No on the program. So I'll get into uh, the NFC side with you. Do you think the 49ers-Cowboys game is a good one?
6: Oh, yeah, I think it's a great game. I think the Niners are going to have a hard time winning that one. I don't buy in, and this I'm going to sound like just such a negative Nancy over here, Nate. I hate to sound like that, but let me preface it this way. The Brock Purdy story, it's a great story. Let nothing I say in the next 30 seconds distract you from that fact. He's Mr. Irrelevant. He was the last pick in the draft. He's a rookie. He hasn't lost. It's a great story. Here's the but. But if you look who he's been feasting on, it's been a bunch of bad defenses. Seattle Seattle doesn't play good defense. He's thrown to wide-open receivers, which he should be doing, but you know life in the NFL. Those windows are typically a lot tighter. And he's thrown, like last week to Debo Samuel, the 74-yard touchdown pass – He flipped it out there about 10 yards. There was no one within five yards of him. He's wide open. He's hit Kittle on a couple of wide open passes. That's just not routine life in the NFL. And so I think Purdy Palooza, this love fest and this fascination. I know people are seduced by the storyline, and it's a great storyline, but I'm not a sucker. I just don't believe in this guy, even though he's surrounded by top talent. When the windows get tighter, I think he's going to get tighter. I don't think the Niners are going to survive this weekend.
1: Wow. I am i didn't quite go there yet, but I said last night, Brian, and I'm kind of in the minority, but I'm with you, I said everybody's just banging on the Cowboys. Oh, yeah, okay, now they'll get punched by the 49ers. I don't think so. I really don't think so. I think the Cowboys are, are really good defensively. They feel like they have that chip on their shoulder. Sometimes the Cowboys don't, Brian. You know what I mean? They're kind of, oh, they, they, they're going to choke. These guys have a, a chip on their shoulder. And I think they're going to provide a lot of problems for the Niners. You go as far to say the Cowboys are going to the NFC Championship. Um, you believe in Dak Prescott that much? Yeah, well, I think it's it's more so team versus team. I
6: think Dak, that was a nice step in the positive direction where he finally didn't have a turnover last week uh, against Tampa when he had thrown an interception in seven straight games. I think that's a big, big part of this game against San Francisco. Dak just has to find a way to protect the football. Got to find a way to protect the football. And I think Dallas got to force a takeaway. That's what I really want to see, Nate, is – as well as Brock Purdy has played. He's played well, again, against like defenses like the Raiders and the Arizona Cardinals. But you haven't really seen him on a stage this big commit a big mistake, and then have to right the ship. You know what I mean? So I want to see if the Cowboys, if they can take the ball away once, if they can force an interception, I want to see how Brock Purdy responds to that on this stage. So I know Dak Prescott can come back from it. And you saw that Niners defense, which is legit, a little leaky little leaky last week against Geno Smith and company. I know that Dallas has a, a better offense all around. So, yeah, I'm expecting Dallas to come through. It could be role reversal. Think about how San Francisco on the road last year wrecked Dallas's season. I look for the same to happen in reverse this year where the Cowboys ruined San Francisco's
4: uh, that,
1: season. That's good stuff. I don't think that's far-fetched. I, not a lot of people are saying it, but I don't think it's far-fetched. I know the Niners have been good, and the defense, as you said, is – it's a legitimate defense, one of the top defenses in in the league. Let's go to the other NFC game, Brian. Eagles and Jalen Hurts. If he's good to go, are the Eagles the real deal here? Yeah, but that's what it's all about, right? Is he
6: good to go? You saw in that Week 18 game that they had to win against the Giants B team where Jalen Hurts was out there, but he wasn't playing like Jalen Hurts. He wasn't running the ball. He didn't add that extra dimension. So do we see the training wheels come off now that the playoffs are here? Just don't know how healthy he is. And I don't know if they're going to need him to add that run pass dimension to beat the Giants this weekend. He very well might, and the question is, can he and i don't know that we're going to know that before the game i think we're going to know that once the game starts if he's his true self i know this much daniel jones is going for broke daniel jones is going to tuck it and run and if he plays anywhere near the way he played against the vikings last week the giants have a chance i look for philly to have their way in this one i think jalen hurts is healthy enough to be close to his normal self I look for Philly in this one. The Giants had a, a really strong season based on what we expected from them coming in here, but I would look for the magic carpet ride of the G-Men to, uh, to end this weekend.
1: Okay, so let's go to uh, an off-season storyline, and it's with my Broncos. They need a coach. I feel good about Sean Payton and the opportunity maybe to get him. I just do with the ownership group. The Russell Wilson piece with Sean I think good. I think it's legitimate that the Broncos can get him. The report is he's he's going to want 20 million plus a year. He's going to want Ooh. personnel control. D- do the Broncos do that?
6: 20 million a year. Is it worth <laughs> like, that? Is he worth that? Wh- wh- holy cow! That's. I mean, that's high, because it's so much higher than what we see routinely in the NFL. That's like double, that's triple some of these NFL head coaches, right? Like, that's, wow. I guess you could look at it and say, well, is it relative to what the other head coaches are making, or is it relative to how deep the pockets are of the new ownership group? You know what I mean? Like... What's $20 million a year after you've spent $4-plus billion for the franchise? So, I don't know, man. If they feel like Sean Payton is worth that, I would try to negotiate it down. But uh, if that's a take-it-or-leave-it type proposition, maybe he can get them to bend. I would just think they could get him at a lower number than that.
1: Well, he knows, right, Brian, that, well, I'm the guy of this cycle. I mean, so if you want me, you're going to have to pay big. And I think he knows the Broncos are desperate. I mean, I think he's got leverage.
6: Yeah, he's got leverage because this isn't the only interview he's taking. There are many teams that would like to have Sean Payton as their head coach. So, yeah, he's got some leverage. Uh, I think that you try to work that down a little bit. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it's a take-it-or-leave-it type deal.
1: Brian No on tonight. Fox Sports Radio national host. Countdown to kickoff all season long. It's going to be a fun weekend. I think we got some good games coming up. Um, Jaguars-Chiefs, the only one I didn't ask you about. Is that an easy gimme for the Chiefs? I don't think so.
6: I don't think so. Kansas City has had a hard time covering these bigger point spreads. And last week, there were a couple of surprises, man. To see Baltimore, like a yard away from taking a seven-point lead, and then it Goes painfully wrong. Like that was a close game with their backup quarterback. You know, Uh, it was a close game with Miami. There were some surprises last week. So, I look at Jacksonville, who fought back from a 27-point deficit, as you well know, on the road against Kansas City. That, you know, they haven't done an awesome job covering the spread, but they're favored by eight and a half. That's a lot of points. So. Could this be a fourth-quarter game? Yeah, I think it could be. They don't have an all-world defense over there, so if Trevor Lawrence and company can find a way to try to match points, I think this could be a fourth-quarter game.
1: Follow him on Twitter, Football Breakdown, at The No Show. It's Brian No Fox Sports Radio. Brian, always great, man. Thanks for hopping on.
6: No problem, Nate. Always good to talk with you, man. Shout-out
1: to the Black Hills. You love it. I know it. He came through here. He loves the Black Hills. He came through here. Live to tell about it. I think he almost hit a deer. Was that right? <laughs> He's Brian Noe from the big city. Fox Sports Radio NFL uh, host on Twitter at The No Show. His pick is Joe Burrow over Josh Allen. I'm going to make this my question of the day tomorrow. So I already got it settled. And I don't have to show up to work till 3.30. I'm kidding. Come on. I only work two hours a day. You guys know this, right? Four to six, right? We just come in, we turn on the microphone, I don't plan anything, it's just four to six. That's what one of my buddies told me. He said, hey, you only work four to six. Thanks. I wish that was the case. I got to set my goals higher in life. Um, But that's the question of the day tomorrow. Who do you take? I'm just talking as a QB right here, right now. Joe Burrow or Josh Allen? Come on, guys. You tell me. I'll make it my question of the day tomorrow. We'll see what the uh, Twitter audience says. And you out there on Fox Sports Rapid City. That's Josh Allen for me. And I'm not going to tell you it's a no-brainer. I respect Joe. Oh, cool operator. He's smooth, this and that. Josh Allen's more explosive. Josh Allen's bigger, stronger, faster. Josh Allen's just better. Josh Allen is better. He's He's going to... Um, do more things for you in a game. Joe Burrow, consistent, solid. Okay, I'm I'm taking Josh there, and you may not be surprised at that. Uh, listener text here. It's about Daniel Jones. the The great Daniel Jones. The Minnesota Vikings made Daniel Jones look like Joe Montana mixed with Lamar Jackson. I mean, <laughs> they made him just look unbelievable. Uh, listener text here about Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones running against the Eagles' D is not a good idea. Well, here's the thing. The Eagles' defense uh, is good, and the Vikings' defense is one of the worst ever. I'm serious. It's just unbelievable. So the Eagles' defense, yeah, Daniel Jones, he's not going to have a great day. You know, a little news flash here from the Nate Brown Show. Daniel Jones and the Giants are not going to have a great day against the Eagles' defense. I agree with you. Coming right back with Trevor Flemmer. It's an interview I wanted to get today. It's a tough circumstance. Presentation College is closing at the end of this semester. Their men's basketball coach just got hired last year. He's a former player for Presentation. Now he's their coach, and now the college is done. Trevor Flemmer joins us live from Aberdeen. His reaction to the surprising news next. You're listening to The Nate Brown Show. Remember the NFL playoffs are on at Tin Lizzie Bet MGM Sportsbook Main Street, Deadwood. If you want to experience the NFL playoffs in style with the best food, really great service, brand new 4K TVs, you got to get to Tin Lizzie Bet MGM Sportsbook. Every game is on at Tin Lizzie. Don't miss the NFL playoffs in the Super Bowl at the king of sportsbooks. Bet MGM Sportsbook at Tin Lizzie. Make your play at Tin Lizzie. What game are you betting on?
7: The doctors and staff at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center have provided expert bone, joint, and muscle care to patients in the Black Hills area since 1976. Whether you're an elite athlete, a weekend warrior, or just want to continue your active lifestyle, the orthopedic experts at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center will help you stay in the game. Don't let an injury keep you from doing the things you love. Trust the team at Black Hills Orthopedic and Spine Center, specializing in what moves you. Learn more at bhosc.com.
1: Someone will come in, they'll have a noise under the hood And we'll go out and take a look at it We can determine by the type of noise And usually if we can determine where it's coming from We can direct them to the piece that has failed My name is
9: Dick Lemke Working at Sturdivant's as long as I have It's definitely become my career When you need someone to help solve the problem Start with a Sturdivant store near you S-T-U-R-D-P,
0: AMTS Come and see Sturdivant's Has it
7: For nearly 100 years, Connects has been providing the know-how and materials to help their neighbors grow. Through partnerships with builders,
6: homeowners, and contractors, Connect Home Centers have impacted our communities, making them
1: stronger and safer through support of local organizations and neighborhood beautification projects. Improving the quality of life for others is important to us. We are Connect Home
6: Center, your hometown lumberyard lending a helping hand in building our communities since 1928.
3: Well, at Black Hills Health and Wellness Center, we have four chiropractors in the clinic, and our big focus is working on the musculoskeletal health of patients. We have recommended Pioneer Bank and Trust to many other locally-owned businesses and friends and families that own businesses in the Black Hills. It's always organized. It's always beautiful. They're extremely courteous, extremely polite, and if something goes wrong or you need help, they are more than willing to go the distance to get that done for you. Pioneer Bank and Trust is local. Pioneer Bank and Trust, member... FDIC.
5: Honey, would you hand me that chair leg, please? The one from the mahogany dining room set or the oak chair from the living room set? Oh, uh, the oak ones. I think they smell better. Here. Oh, thank you. Mm, feel that heat. Honey? Yeah. Instead of burning the furniture in our house to stay warm, can't we just get replacement windows? Honey, we've been through this. Those window companies subcontract the workout, and once they get
4: started, well, good luck seeing them again. Not if we use Renewal by Anderson. They only do windows, no subcontractors. Plus, they use certified master installers. All they're going to do is go to a home repair store and pick something off the rack. Heck, I can do that. Oh, hand me that coffee tabletop, please. No, they have in-home consultations and they're 100% custom plus they're energy efficient low maintenance and we won't have to burn any of our own furniture okay i'll call in the morning in the meantime do you still have that makeup table you had as a kid not, i mean it's all solid call 605-341-7831 renewal by anderson of south dakota you want to feel important
5: you want to be part of something bigger something that matters and can help change things
4: you want to
0: feel like you belong
5: we know We felt that way too, and that's why we did something about it.
0: We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers.
5: We are normal people just like you, but our part-time service in the Army National Guard means we get to be
0: more. When our communities are in need, we get the chance to stand up and do something about it.
5: We get to serve in our own region and help the people we call neighbors.
0: From the lakeshores of Ohio, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Minnesota.
5: The fertile fields of Indiana, Illinois, and Iowa to the wide open plains of North and South Dakota.
0: We are here for our hometowns.
5: And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more.
10: Sponsored by the South Dakota Army National Guard. Aired by the South Dakota Broadcasters Association and this station.
0: Hey, this is Rob Parker from The Odd Couple. Don't miss our show weeknights from 6 to 8 p.m. right here on Fox Sports Rapid City. And now we'll send you back to Rapid City Sports Talk Show, The Nate Brown Show.
1: Welcome back in on a Wednesday. Busy show tonight. Thanks for listening. South Dakota Sports Talk Show, your sports, your show. The only afternoon drive sports radio show in South Dakota. Bring us up at foxsportsrapidcity.com. Live stream anywhere on your phone. Foxsportsrapidcity.com. Great guest lineup tonight. Appreciate everybody for stopping in. Go to the Nate Brown Show podcast. If you miss parts of the show every day, you can't listen all two hours, right? You have a life, you got. <laughs> but you can check the Nate Brown Show podcast. All the guests are right there. You can listen at your own convenience. Download it where you download your favorite podcast. The Nate Brown Show podcast available. Well, I've been talking about this on the show today. I started the show with it and I wanted to finish the show with it. Uh, and I appreciate him taking time to talk about it. He's an alumni of the university. He's the men's basketball coach now. So he's got a unique perspective. I've been talking about Presentation College and the news that came out yesterday, ceasing operations on campus after this semester. Trevor Flemers, the head men's basketball coach. And he joins us just after they finished up practice. A lot of things going on. And coach, I know I'm not going to ask you how you're doing. I'm sure it's been a, a wild over 24 hours here. Um, you just wrapped up practice. What's on your mind right now?
11: Uh, to, to be honest with you, um, what's, what's the biggest thing on my mind right now is, is, is finishing out the season for our guys. Um, and I think that, that needs to be the, the, the most important thing right now.
1: Okay, so you're going you're business as usual, basketball. You, you told me, hey, I can join you at the end. I, I'm finishing up practice, so, so you're working. Let's go through this process. When this came out yesterday, Campus wide, um, within your program, how stunning was this? How did you deal with it with your players?
11: Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was definitely um, it was a shock. I think for everyone, um, everyone in the school, everyone in the program, as far as my basketball program as well. And um, you know, the first thing I, I, I immediately wanted to talk to our guys, um, and so we met as a team, and you know, we just talked about it and. and you know one of our pillars in in our program that we we really talked about is is controlling the controllable um and unfortunately, you know this is something we can't control um and, and it's it's how we react to it and how we move forward that truly matters um and so you know we talked about that and, and you know we've had individual meetings all day today about about it so um it's obviously been um a busy, busy couple of twenty-four hours.
1: Yeah, Trevor Flemmers, the head men's basketball coach at Presentation, former player, and uh, you come back to be the head coach. Less, you know, last year. I mean, you haven't been there that long. You're the head coach now. Why did you uh, take on this job? Tell me about Presentation. Your experience. Well, honestly,
11: you know, it, it's always a, an honor to come back to, to where you played, um, and then, and then, of course. Um, being able to 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 be the guy on the sidelines now, running the show, was was, a, was another um, awesome thing about the job. And you know the, the the school itself just didn't have a lot of stability in, in the coaching on the men's basketball. They've had a lot of coaches, and um, you know I thought I was I was ready for the step to to make that jump to a head coach from assistant. And um, you know I, I wouldn't have wanted to done, done it um, anywhere else. You know, for my first year with with um, you know being an alumni myself, so.
1: Do you feel, um, I don't want to say, it's, it's hard to say, well, uh, a letdown um, that, hey, you've been here a year, you know, sometimes you don't know exactly what the future holds, but this is a, a big, big change. How do you deal with that from uh, the inside of the program saying, I wanted to be here and, man, I would have liked to know if uh, the university wasn't doing so well?
11: Yeah, you know, um, obviously super unfortunate and, and- um, something that, again, that I, you know would have would have liked to know. Of course, I think everyone in the, in the building would have liked to know. Um, but you know that's that's not the way it rolls. And and you know I, I you know as I said that one of our, our pillars is is controlling the controllable. And, and we talk a lot about life. And you know this this is part of life. You know things are going to happen. And, and to be honest with you, if this is the worst thing that happens to me in life uh, or my players, you know we're going to be doing good. We're going to have a good life.
1: A couple more for Trevor Flammer joins us tonight from Aberdeen Presentation College men's basketball coach. Really appreciate him on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. So I'll ask you about um, your kids. What did the players have to say? They have to be thinking now, okay, I'm, I'm finishing out my season, and, and that's your job, Coach. Hey, let's finish this thing out, finish the right way. But they got to be thinking about their future. How are they handling that?
11: Yeah, I mean, everyone has kind of had some mixed emotions, different, different thoughts and things. Um, but to be honest with you, you know, we finished up the individual meetings today, and um, I, I know that's obviously their future is a, what a lot of them are worried about. Um, but I, I've been uh, uh, preaching to them, and, and many understood and, and felt the same way that we need to live in this moment, um, li- live the now. Um, we will figure out the future. Um, once basketball season's over, um, you know, we've got, you know, a couple months to be with these all these guys, you know, and, and so we are fortunate that they didn't just close the doors out the gate and say, see you later, you're, you're done, your season's over. Um, and so it was kind of that shock, like, oh, you know, but my future's over here at PC, but, you know, I do have – we are fortunate to have those next two months to – to um, live in that moment with the guys that we have here in this program.
1: What was your experience like there as a player? Um, what does Aberdeen and Presentation College do as far as supporting the athletic department? What What was that experience like for you?
11: I, I of course, loved my time at Presentation. Um, if I didn't, I obviously wouldn't have came back to, to take the job here. Um, the Aberdeen community has done great supporting um you know, both Northern State and Presentation College, I think we have a great um, fan base and following um, up here in Aberdeen. And You know, Aberdeen's kind of up in, in the middle by itself up in South Dakota, so, you know, I think we get a, a pretty good fan base even from some of the um, surrounding areas. Um, so, I, I loved my time here. It's obviously unfortunate that it's coming to an end like this, but Um, I wouldn't have done it any other way.
1: Hey, Trevor Flemmer's on tonight. He's the presentation men's basketball coach. It's probably a lot for you. Meeting with players, game planning still, practicing. What are you going to do, coach? You're a basketball coach. Um, There's a good camaraderie amongst coaches. Have you thought about your future?
11: Yeah, you know, obviously it's crossed my mind, and I'll be completely honest. I'm worried about these guys that are here first and foremost, and finishing out the season, and, and, and again living in the moment that we have right now. Um, obviously, it's it's um, a little more personal for me now too that um, my, my alma mater is, is closing down. So I want I want to go out with a bang as, as much we can. Um, but yeah, you know, obviously after that the season's over. Uh, you know, I'm going to be looking for jobs myself and. Um, hope to land another another head coaching job um, in the future.
1: Trevor Flemmer taking time out tonight with some reaction on the ground at Aberdeen Presentation College closing up after this semester, and he's finishing out the season with his team, uh, the Saints, on the men's basketball side. Trevor, good to have you on. Wish you the best here and look forward to seeing how you guys do. Thanks for coming on.
11: Appreciate you having me.
1: I appreciate your time. Thanks a lot. Wanted to talk to him and just get reaction from a from an alum, From a coach, the emotion there, Um, and that's really interesting how you're going to handle it all. A lot of emotion in sports. You know, you're trying to grind through some things, and now you throw this on top of it. The program's ending. The college is ending. Wish those guys the best of luck. I'll be rooting for them big time. Um, And then we'll follow to see how this goes. Trevor Flemers, the head coach for presentation, joining us here on the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Really unfortunate. I mean, now you got coaches trying to – what are they going to do? you got uh players, whether it's basketball, soccer, football, whatever. Wh- what are they going to do? Um, it's a tough one. It is a tough one, and it came out of nowhere. I mean, this literally it seems like came out of nowhere. That's my only thought I'd say is, you know, I, I wish there was some kind of – you know, you'd give them, hey, we're maybe not doing so well here or there. I've been in situations where there's not a lot of – hey, we don't have this in a group, we we don't have this lined up, sometimes that would help. I mean, I don't know if the end story would change, but sometimes the the heads up, the transparency may help, but this one came out of nowhere. Uh, Tough stuff. Thanks for coming on to the Coach Presentation, men's basketball, Trevor Flemmer. We're back with who's hot and who's not really quick, and an NFL coach who had a big interview today in my who's not tonight. Oh, boy.
0: From high school to college to the pros, this is the Nate Brown Show on 106.7 FM and 1150 AM Fox Sports Rapid City.
4: Great news from Dale's Tire
7: and Retreading. We are now part of the Pomp's Tire Service Network. Same two locations,
6: new name. Pomp's Tire is committed to the same great service that Dale's has provided Rapid City. Pomp's is one of the largest commercial tire and retread dealers in the country. Whatever your tire choice, make Pomp's your choice. We welcome this opportunity to support and grow with the Dale's Tire customers. Visit your local Pomp's for all your auto, light truck, commercial, and farm tire needs
1: with two locations in rapid city pizza ranch is ready to serve your family every wednesday is kid's day this is the best deal out there with the best buffet in town one child 12 and under eats free for every regular priced adult at the pizza ranch buffet wednesdays and don't forget their senior special every tuesday for 8.99 the pizza ranch buffet it's all good at the pizza ranch with two locations in rapid city and remember daily online specials for carry out or delivery at pizza ranch
0: Live from the Anytime Auto Sales Service and Details Studio. Sales, service, and recreation. This is Fox Sports Rapid City.
1: right, let's wrap up the Wednesday show, the Nate Brown Show on Fox Sports Rapid City. Who's hot and who's not every night at this time, brought to you by the Pizza Ranch. Wednesday, tonight, kids' night on the buffet. One child 12 and under eats free for every regular-priced adult. Wednesdays at the Pizza Ranch buffet, the best buffet in town. You know this. It's open until 8 tonight. It's dinner time right now. Get to the Pizza Ranch. In my who's hot category, I'm going to go to that officials survey. You know, the national official survey. The respondents, they were all refs now, all refs. What percentage of refs, current refs in the country, say they would want their kids to become officials? What percentage? You're thinking they get yelled at, they get all this and that. 72%. 72% of officials say, I would want my child to be an official. Maybe there is hope. Maybe there is hope. By the way, we have to have other people step up to be officials as well. Um, in our Pizza Ranch, who's not category tonight, who's hot and who's not. Who's not? I hate to break it to you. The New York Jets had a big interview today for their new offensive coordinator. And the candidate they brought in today, Nathaniel Hackett. I'm sorry, Nathaniel. I'm sorry. I don't know what the Jets are doing. What, what are you, <laughs> you, you don't want that. You don't want that. I've been there, done that. Nathaniel Hackett really hasn't had any good offenses ever. He had Blake Bortles in Jacksonville. That was like his best run, and that wasn't great. He, he was the OC in Buffalo when they were bad. We all know the Broncos just now. Bad. And Nathaniel Hackett got an interview today with the Jets to be their offensive coordinator. Um, Good luck. Hey, we're back tomorrow on the Nate Brown Show. See you right here at 4. Thanks for being a part of the program. Looking forward to tomorrow. We have a great guest lineup already. The Nate Brown Show podcast going up right now tonight. And the odd couple's on. Here you go.